Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of Mixed Feelings with Kira Bria. I am joined by Nona. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And today I wanted to talk about how we as women can use astrology to empower ourselves in the way we navigate through the world, in our relationships, and, you know, specifically in our relationships with men and navigating that because I, I I recently have got this book. It has it's called the only astrology book you'll ever need. It was lent lent to me by my friend Maury. Shout out Maury. And I've already had several epiphanies. Like literally yesterday, I, I've had this book for like less than 48 hours. Less than 48 hours. And yesterday I just found myself like standing in my kitchen like you know that TikTok that's like, and it's like realizing things. And I, I just was like aghast and just like things were just hitting me like tons of bricks. And I had like three of those yesterday. So I realized, A, these astrology bitches are onto something. B, you really do need to take a look at this shit in order to protect yourself properly. Otherwise, you will get taken advantage of, as I have. And so, here we are. (laughs) Um, And the first thing I wanted to use as an example for my what what gave me an an epiphany. um, Okay, so this book it, it has literally everything in it. It's got like all of these different, you know, uses like in health and in love and all this shit. So this is the Pisces in love and it says you and a Pisces woman, all this stuff. And then so one line shook me to the core. It says, more than any other woman in the Zodiac, Pisces will change herself to fit the image that her partner wants. I'm so sad because it's so true. It's so sad, but it's so true. Uh, Both Kira and I are Pisces. So we be struggling. We be hurting out here. I struggle, no, definitely. Because sometimes, to the point where Pisces will, since we're fish, and it's a mutable sign. Yes. Um, which means we go with the flow. Mm-hmm. He will straight up, and I always like to use this analogy of water takes the shape of whatever container you put it in. Mm-hmm. Right? Put water in this little mason jar right here. Yeah. Or that's a pasta jar, my bad. Um, <laughs> it's a pasta jar. Like, you know, if you put it in your tea mug, it's a mug like mm-hmm. it will really just form and take place and it will adapt to do whatever it needs to do yes. so yeah pisces will end up changing themselves for their partners unfortunately unfortunately fortunately and unfortunately because we're always going to be the ones like well if you like something like we can go try it mm-hmm. like you're always going to be up for the shits mm-hmm. but like you might um lose yourself in the process yeah well i guess what was crazy to me like part of what the epiphany was was that so a i knew that i was like adaptable and i knew that i was good with change like that's what i always used to say i used to be like i'm good with change people would be like oh are you nervous to move to a new country for school and i'd be like and eh, not really like i'm good with change whatever and i didn't realize that we're literally the most mutable sign a and what that really means and that that means like we are just so changeable in the way that like I realized that I didn't even know how I felt about a situation until it was over. Mm-hmm. 
which is terrifying. No, yeah, that happens to me all the time. It's probably the reason why I've ended the majority of my friendships. Um, like I told you before, when we like talked the first time, yeah. I was like, yeah, girl, uh, I just don't know my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, because my sister and I will say this all the time because her chart ruler is Pisces and so is mine. Mm-hmm. And so is um, my sister's. And I'm pretty sure yours is too because Scorpio, you're rising Scorpio. Scorpio is ruled by Mars. Mm-hmm. So you got to go to your Mars placement. And your Mars is in Pisces, mm-hmm. making it your chart ruler. And so okay. basically, Oh my god, no, I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. My name again. <laughs> it's okay. You were saying, because um, I was talking about how I didn't even know until it was over. Oh, yes. We were, my sister and I were saying it takes two to three days, two to three business days for us to process a gun. LOL. Like, I'm so serious. Like, no, for and, like, real. They'll be like, Why didn't you bring, they'll be like you, you never bring things up when they happen. Girl, I didn't even know it was bad. I didn't even know. I didn't no, even exactly, know. No, exactly, because we moved. About it. I had to really ask myself. Am I mad about this or am I just having a bad day or somebody's energy influencing me to make me not like what's happening right now? So it's like, I'm sorry. There's a lot of stuff to work through. I'm like a sponge. I yeah. soak up everything around me. So I can't just like, it takes a second. Just give me a sec- like, it, oh, not a second. Give me like literally two days to think about it. No, exactly. But like, I realized that there were so many things like in various relationships and situations that I endured at the time thinking, oh, they're right. I need to do this or, oh yeah, they're right. I I am not enough in this certain way or I I did do this or blah, blah, blah. Or just like really letting myself be a doormat. Like just laying down and being like, oh, you you need need a doormat? People look at us or like people talk to us. They're like, there's no effing way that these girls are doormats. There's no way. No way. They're so strong. They speak their mind. They'll cuss you at any time. They're always going to be right there. The second we fall in love, it's like, oh my God, I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I take a nap. Uh, you need I a doormat? You need a doormat? I'll be your door. You, do you need a door? I'll be your doormat. I can be a doormat. I can be a doormat. I can be the best doormat. <laughs> I'm like, y- y'all want to see my impression? Watch this. Hold on. <laughs> I'm just be laying down. I'm just laying down. I'm like, it's fine. Watch me shoot shift. Like, and it's like, like, you need a pillow? I got you. Literally. (laughs) And it's like the fact that I I literally was standing in my kitchen yesterday just thinking about my relationship and being like, I cannot believe that I, who, who was that who let that happen? Or like, who was that who did that? It's like, cause that wasn't me. Right. Right. That wasn't me. Yeah. And well, I had no idea. Like, and it said, um, the you you think you are is the you you had to be. And I was like, uh, it's really just a collection of experiences that you morphed in and called your personality. So that's why when your personality shifts and people will be like, you changed up. No, the situation changed. So I had to change who I was again mm-hmm. in order to, you know, and you have to be who you had to be. Yeah. Right. And, and since already being malleable signs is like not going to help that at all because yeah. it's like we're going to do Pisces will do anything to move towards pleasure and away from pain mm-hmm. we'll do anything anything like and you feel like if you want something at the time Pisces ain't going to drop it they're just going to be like I'm right here I want it I want it it's like a Leo they're like hey pay attention to me I'm going to do anything yeah. to get your attention remember when I told you that um, I was like I was like, you're, I was like, oh, what's the wildest thing when we were talking about race before? What's the wildest thing a guy's ever said to me? And yeah, yeah. Like, I would be in love with you if you were white. Yeah. The way, I, girl, he said it to me, and I laughed. I laughed. Me today, I would never laugh. I would 
slap him. Literally. Slap him. Literally. With a pistol. Mm-hmm. I would slap him. <laughs> but like, no, like back then I was like, oh my God, you're so funny. Like, <laughs> exactly. So I was crying on the inside, but like, literally I was like, oh my God, doormat. Yes, exactly. And so that kind of, that literal line, the more than any other woman in the Zodiac, Pisces will change herself to fit the image that her partner wants. That was a wake up call, but also like a, an epiphany of, okay, so I now know that I can't remain my fully expanded, complete and authentic self in a relationship necessarily so that means that i have to plan ahead and that means that i have to protect myself i have to take the responsibility to protect myself from those situations and it's like because otherwise when i'm in them i'm just going to get taken advantage of because i literally just will yeah yeah anybody with very strong pisces placements in their personal planet this is going to apply to so this is going to apply especially if you have venus and pisces Mm-hmm. That's your relationships. That's your what you attract in your everyday life. Those are the people you attract, and the opportunities you attract. And is your Venus, um, your Mars? Not yeah. Like any of your personal planets, like your Pisces placement is just gonna. I'm sorry, and I've got a Pisces stellium, so that's it's it's rough in these streets. <laughs> it's rough in these. Streets. It is, and the thing is though too is like it just kind of got me wondering if it's even possible for like honestly like not to be dramatic but this is going to be dramatic dramatic here it's okay (laughs) like is it even really possible for like in our you know patriarchal society la-di-da is it even really possible for a woman to remain her complete and whole expanded authentic self in a relationship with a man in this society I'm just going to smile. Right? <laughs> I'm going to smile because the answer is probably no. Exactly. I don't think, but a lot of times, so like I've noticed and um, just like a lot of like, because I have never dated a person and it's because of the fact that I know I will completely lose myself in that person. I will do anything to make that person happy. I will literally like, my son is sucks down my Juno, baby. I exude wife energy. I will make sure you never leave me. I will do anything. You need you you feeling bored? You need me to switch up? I got wigs. Relax. <laughs> you will get a new girl no, tomorrow. 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 I will do anything. So I'm like, no, I can't. Unless until I have my jobs sorted, my bank account sorted, my house situation sorted. One, because I don't want to live with people. I don't like living with. I don't like sharing. With people. I don't like doing that. I feel that. I really don't like that. I really don't. Don't be in my bathroom. That's weird. Um, like, I literally, it has to be like an actual requirement that me and my husband can't share a bathroom. I don't even know if I want to live with him. I'm so serious. No, oh, yeah. I'm and knock the walls out in the backyard. But, like, I think you should have your own space, and I think I should have my own space. Yeah. Because I don't want your little ugly design skills to conflict with mine. I don't want it. I don't want it. So, we'll, we'll have to work that out if we ever cross that bridge. But, <laughs> literally, like, it's just... I don't, I don't really, especially for Pisces, I really don't think it's too possible. Awesome. I, watching, I saw this scene on YouTube of Little Women, because I didn't watch Little Women with Timothy Chalamet. And I watched it. I was like, I don't know if this is going to make me happy or make me sad and make me realize there's a difference between white femininity 
and women of color's femininity. Because mm. uh, she was like, I'm so sick of being told that being loved is all a woman is good for. And I was like, what were black and brown women doing in that day, Mr. Sharoni? <laughs> what were they doing in that day? Because I'm pretty sure love was a luxury to yeah. women of color. Yeah. It. it wasn't, work was all they had. Yeah. Women of color had to work. There was no love for an officer. Like, if that, if that ever happened, that's great. That's fine. But she had the privilege to, you know, go off and be a writer, go off and leave her family. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And then come back. Yeah. And try to find love after. Yes. And so there's this scene where, like, after she had rejected Timothy Chalamet's character and he moved on to marry her sister. Mm-hmm. And which was kind of like that was weird. That was always weird to me. (laughs) That was weird. Yeah. And she came back and she was like, I think I do love him. But she realized basically like the scene in the attic when she was like, she was talking to like, I think it was her mom. And she was like, I think I turned him down too fast. She was like, really? Her mom was like, really? Like, why do you say that? She's like, I don't know. Like, I think, I think it could have worked. And she was like, but do you love him? And she's like, I think I turned him down to that. She was like, but do you love him? And she was like, I think I'm more concerned with being loved. And she's like, I'm just so lonely. Mm. And I was like, mm, girl, see what happened? You went off, had your dreams, had your education, found out who you were, and then you got lonely. Yeah. And you were trying to come, and she never wanted to be married, and she knew it. She was trying to come back and change herself just so she wouldn't be alone. I was like, ah! So now I don't think women can really. She ends up in a relationship. She ends up married without compromising a part of herself. Did you know that she ends up married to whom? Not Timothy Chalamet, a different guy. She does end up married. Interesting. Yeah. She just didn't want to be alone. She did not want to be married. She She marries the guy that she turned down in the beginning of the movie. He's cute, and it seems nice, but it's like. That was a weird landing. I don't know. But yeah, I don't I don't really know if it's possible. Here's what I think. I think, especially for, for us, right, like as Pisces, we would need to be very advanced in like boundary setting. Yeah, very advanced. Very, very advanced. Like I think this would take like, I don't know, fucking seven to ten years, honestly. Mm-hmm. That's why I think... I'll have to look at your birth chart to see what placements um, you have again. But um, there are certain markers of later marriage and later relationships. Oh. In life. And in every part, I thought they're like, as much as it's going to kill you, yeah. your best relationships will come later in life. Right. It's going to hurt. And I was like, no, because I see like everybody dating. You know, I'm like, dang, like, I'm like, social Rona too. Like, I want to be loved though. I want to be loved. Like, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like, I want to be desired kind of thing. Yeah. Um, this is going to go for water placements in general and your rising Scorpio, which is the water placement. So mm-hmm. it's going to happen for cancer, Venus and cancer, Mars, major water placements in your big three. This is, we become doormats in relationships. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're also very emotionally manipulative when we've realized that our boundaries are screwed up. We can, one of two things is going to happen. One, we're going to run mm-hmm. or two, we're going to emotionally manipulate the people around us. Mm. Or we're going to set the boundary and lose everybody because they're like, you switched up. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, I think a, we would have to be really advanced, but any woman I think would have to be very skilled at like boundary setting and not, you know, not permitting other people to take up your space, which is very, Mm -hmm. very much the opposite of everything we've been taught as women to do. Mm -hmm. And also in order to, um, 
really like learn about yourself. Like, you know how like the quote, like know thyself, like yeah. it's very true. It's very true. Know thyself because it's like, you got to know your trauma. You got to know what makes you tick. Yeah. You got to know what your triggers are. You have to know everything about yourself before you step foot into that relationship. Cause I guarantee you, you fall in love or you meet somebody, they're going to lift up a part. They're going to show you a piece of clothing you didn't even know you had. Yeah. They're going to go into your closet and be like, I don't know I have this shirt. I don't like that shirt. Put that shirt back. Literally. You're like, no, put it on. You're like, stop it. Literally. I don't want to put that shirt on. And you're like, why? You're like, it's so cute. It's just some trauma. You're like, stop. Stop. So in order to like, pe- it's about people really need to look in their charts at their Chiron placements mm-hmm. and what happens then. So your Chiron is like your wounded healer. It is your biggest trauma in your chart and us we both have it in scorpio which is like personal relationships which is like sexual blockages mm. and so it's just very like intimacy oof what is that it's like oh relax that's terrifying kind of thing and then like when you actually let somebody in and they disappoint you mm-hmm. you're devastated like you're absolutely devastated so it's like and then you shut down again and yeah. you literally just go Mm-hmm. So you really got to look at your Chiron because it's going to reach you fulfilled, unfortunately. And you have to know, it's going to be very helpful to know what time you're born, place you're born, because the sign your Chiron's in and the house it's in is very important. Because you can have a Chiron in Scorpio, but it can be in a different house. Mm-hmm. So like my Chiron in Scorpio is in my third house. So I'm going to have sexual blockages and communication blockages. Oh, so it's wow. like, because the third house is like house of communication. Yeah. But it's like, in addition to that, like of what the woman would need to be able to do. It's like the man would also need to be really advanced in like very in a way that is like super not their nature because the man's nature is to take and to invade and to conquer and to all this shit and just taking up space that isn't theirs to take. And it's like, this happened to me like both emotionally and literally like in my space. It's just like, what, okay, so what is just mine? Like something needs to be mine and I need to be able to be fully expanded. But it's like the, the nature of men in the society is to take up the space of women and they're uncomfortable when women take up space as well. But like they naturally do it. They don't even know when they're doing it. Like they think it's theirs. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, how is any woman like I just show me a woman that is completely expanded in her relationship I want to see and I want to talk to her like I need I need to talk to her and then show me your birth chart and show me your man's yeah all that all that and I'm not saying that I don't think a woman could be happy in a relationship what I'm saying is I think she's probably still compromising and I know that at the same time relationships are compromised but I think she's probably compromising some of her like really basic needs or like really yeah. like needs that she, she are yeah. so innate to her. Do you know what I mean? Cause that's what I was doing. And I didn't yeah. even realize I was doing it because in this situation I'm mutable. I am water. I am mold to my container. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like a lot of times relationships get taught as compromise. Yeah. They get taught as yeah. Like, and I've always asked myself, and I have a moon in Aquarius. You girl, you know I don't like authority figures. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. No, I, I feel Aquarius that. Selling me and a Pisces selling me. So you really don't know which girl you're gonna get. You're either gonna get the war, the warhead part of me, or like the musical crybaby part of me. Yeah. Um, and I've always asked myself, why do we have to compromise? Why? Mm-hmm. And the more I look into my, my astrology chart, I'm like, why? Literally, why? 
why can't two people be together, be married, and live in different homes? Yeah. I don't understand why relationships, like you, right? It's supposed to be two people coming together. It's one plus one, two. Yeah. It's two people, right? So yeah. You're supposed to be whole before you get to that person. Why does that suddenly new pairing have to result in a deduction of space? Yeah. I need my space. I got an Aquarius moon. I got an Aquarius Uranus. I look just a whole Aquarius fifth house, sixth house stellium. And I love to have fun and I love to be around people, but I have to have my space, my independence, my freedom. Yeah. And it's literally written everywhere in my work chart. It's like, you're really loving to people, but it's like, you need to disappear yeah. for like 10 days. And I'm like, yeah, I do. I really do need to disappear. And I just like can't be like, and I feel like if people are always like, Oh, right. Like, I can't. Like, I'll just get so claustrophobic about it. I'm like, you're so close to me. You're so close to me. Why are we? Oh, my gosh. I understand. Like, I, do we have to share a bed? Do we have to share a bathroom? Like, do we have, like, I love you. I genuinely love you so much. But it's like, I think we can be together, like, in the same house, but, like, also have separate rooms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. And like, I think that's I super healthy. Think becoming in a relationship. I feel like, I don't know, like, I feel like the way, especially the way they taught relationships to children, mm-hmm. like, you have to compromise. Yeah. You have to, you know, they're like, happy wife, happy life. And I'm like, let's examine that. Let's examine that sentence. Like, what does that mean? Does that mean you're just gonna shove all of your issues down that you have just for the sake of keeping the peace? Yeah. No. That's bad boundary setting. There's that is literally setting. a spider just creating a web it is down right beside like it came all the way down how you just grabbed that girl's web i did (laughs) because she came to say hi and i was like bro i'm trying to record she's freaking out she said she's got me by my ass i said it's like at the amusement park where they go for like the swing rides (laughs) oh no please put me down oh my god Oh, she was stressed. She was stressed. (laughs) She interrupted. It was rude. Damn. Do spiders follow you a lot? I feel like they follow rising score. They follow. Is that a thing? Billie Eilish has a Mars and Pisces, just like you. I knew that, actually. You told me that. You told me that. Mm Mm-hmm. Interesting. Maybe Mars, like, maybe spiders. Do you, like, see, like, um, because I see crows. Oh, I don't really see crows. No matter where I go, I see crows. I don't really um, see crows. I do see spiders. A lot. You see spiders a lot. Yeah. So they can be like, I think everybody's got like a, like a animal of protection or like. Insects. Yeah. And they don't, they don't really bother me. Oh, wow. That's crazy. I see spiders. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. You pick my house. That's crazy. I'm so sorry. <laughs> if it's not big enough to get outside. Like if it's not like, if I can't get it outside, it's, it's clipped. It's, it's, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I mean, like, I might, I might, I might kill it, or I might just let it live. Like, it really just depends. They don't really bother me that much. But, anyways, um, oh my gosh. Yeah, so the other thing that was really great about this, because it's literally got, like, how to attract a Pisces. And it's, what? It's pretty easy to attract a Pisces. But it also depends on, like, the rest of the chart. Like, it's pretty easy. Don't tell, don't tell anyone. (laughs) but um okay yeah it said always greet them with a compliment about their appearance or social presence or remember to repeat a flattering comment someone else made about them pisces soaks up flattery like the sahara soaks up water and i read that and i was like 
yeah, like that is just like so basic to my needs. But when I was trying to explain that in my relationship, no comprende, no comprende. Like it's a like I'm asking for you to move a mountain, and I'm like, is it that hard to call me pretty? Am I not pretty enough to call me pretty more than one? Like, telling you Aquarius placement. I'm telling you Aquarius placements are the withholders. So they're the water bearers, right? So yeah, like, Aquarius placements. If you're listening, um, <laughs> you could be in love with an Aquarius for like three years, and you could count on your hands how many times they have said "I love you" or complimented you. They are withholders of words of affirmation. I do not know why, but I've met every single person that I know. That is so evil with, like, to Like a me. massive Aquarius placement just holds it in. They're like, I mean, like I guess they are that not is... impressed. They are not impressed. Exactly. Never, never, anyway, but that is so crazy to me because it's like to just withhold something like that, that is so easy to give, costs nothing, is free, and somebody else so clearly needs, it's like, and that is why, like, this is now honestly like my Bible, because it's like, if I'm not getting this, that I, the stars say I need and it is so hard for you to give it to me I I have to go like I'm gone I have to go you should try to date a Taurus you should a Taurus I heard it was um Scorpio but Juno is in Libra and Cancer Libras oh gosh I'm so sorry I don't like Libra men I'm not a fan of them I've never I've never dated a Libra your Gino is like your um the traits of your perfect partner is your Juno. So you're saying so, Libra? Yeah, yours is in Libra. So you're going to like Libras. Like, you're going to like air sign. You're going to like funny, pretty people. That's what you're going to like. People Interesting. Like luxury, pretty things, funny things. Like, you're going to like Libras. You're going to like them. Interesting. So if you ever meet a Libra, text me, and I'll run their birth chart real quick. Okay. Um, no, I know, I've never... <laughs> I've never... My mom's a Libra, but I've never um, dated a Libra, Libra before. Libra tricky. They are so tricky. Libra men are the type to literally disappear on you. I can't like, do that. I mean, if it if they have not like you know evolved and yeah, then uh, the work they need to do, they will straight up disappear. Like like you never knew them. They will switch up because it's the whole air signs compartmentalizing kind of thing. Like you never knew them. Like, hey, you never I knew don't them. want that. Like, just, like I mean, girl, they will. They'll be like, what's wrong? They're like, nothing. What are you talking? Like, they will become an alien. Like, they'll literally just be like, devoid. Like, they'll become a void, a shell. Wait. They'll be there, but they will not be there. Hold on a second. So this is for all, is this for all Libras? I find it more with Libra men than Libra women. Okay. Like, the Libra's the masculine side of Venus, and Taurus is the feminine side of Venus. So they're ruled by Venus, like Libras, but um, for whatever reason, Libra men... Ah, like they will literally just be a shell of themselves around you if they're uncomfortable and they don't want to talk about it because in their minds they've talked about it in their minds they've discussed it they've run they've run the play they've run mm. the scenario a thousand times and so they feel like it's a done deal in their heads but they're not going to talk to you about it I'm just going to hold it in. especially if I have a Mars in Libra um, and that's like a bad placement it's just like not right like we said it takes two to three business days one for Pisces to even process them and it takes yeah. like six business days for Libras to, to um to process it and mm. they're just gonna but they're gonna never they're gonna never stop processing it and they're just gonna be like okay 
they're gonna be they're in their heads all the time they're in their heads mm-hmm. so like i love a moon in libra it's my favorite moon placement and i love i love i just love them but like they're very difficult when they want to be they're very damn difficult. yeah no yeah. it says for pisces and libra mutables it's... but they're not mutable they're a cardinal sign but like they're dualistic so. oh okay it says that um yeah it does say the the luxury and lovely home all that shit um but it says physical rapport isn't enough for the long term but as long as it lasts this is likely to be fun so it kind of says like it's not gonna last a long time like you said like disappear but it says for pisces the best signs are cancer mm-hmm. I love cancer. and it says scorpio it for wait where's the scorpio one Mm-hmm. It Scorpio. literally says Pisces finds its match here and then some. For Scorpios, because Scorpio. they match their intensity. Because people are like, oh, Pisces are so cute. They're crybabies. Girl, I'm intense. Yeah. I haven't met another Pisces that wasn't intense. Literally. No, all intense. Think about it. Water. What, think about how you can't put out water, right? But think about fire and water, right? People are like, ah, fire. Water can put out fire. You cannot put out water. It just moves around and changes form. Mm-hmm. It never dies. Water never dies. Mm-hmm. It just never, it's like a wave. The ocean comes in, yeah. comes out. Sometimes it really comes in and sometimes it really comes back out. But like mm-hmm. it's, it's a wave. You know, honestly, you know, I'm not supposed to like this sign, but I am obsessed with Leos. I love Leos so much because I love people who are super confident. And yeah. Know, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. good and I know it. Yeah. So like if I, if you catch me with a Leo sun, Libra moon, like, I would be like, I knew it. I love them. Like, I just love them because they're just one. I do like how they're they're gonna be attention horse. They yeah. are, but like that's okay because oh, I can yeah, give that, that to you. Okay, yeah. I can give that to you. Yeah. But those are also gonna be the people who compliment you a lot. Right. Right. So, so I think Leos, Libras, uh, Tauruses, Pisces, and Cancers are like very similar people. Like that group, mm. and those also happen to be like my favorite kinds of signs. They're people that are like really willing to give and love. Okay, no, I'm taking Libras out of that vision. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody else, like Cancer, Leo, Taurus, Pisces, they're all very willing to give. Mm-hmm. And they're all very willing to like kind of like really get lost. They're grandiose in their ideals of love. They like nice things. Like, yeah. But in, in terms of like love and Venus placements, those are kind of the doormats of the zodiac. Somebody with a Leo Venus, think about, um, grand romantic gestures mm-hmm. like they will do anything you are starring in a soap opera with someone who has a Leo Venus you're not you're like the supporting main character though like it yeah. will be kind of about them but they're very much kind of like grand gestures like flowers they're gonna buy you a t- like they're just gonna be like let's do that it's very exciting very grand That's nice. cancer Venus, like I love you so much I baked two cookies mm-hmm. like like here i decorated the house for you i made you like your your bubble bath like it's just really sweet stuff taurus venus is like they're just it's like you know when a sloth is hugging a tree yeah that's a taurus venus <laughs> just gonna hold you <laughs> just gonna hold you and they they might build you some stuff they're gonna like really just be like oh like physical touch to me is a taurus venus okay. and a pisces venus it's gonna do anything anything think of noah from the notebook mm-hmm. he will do anything will do anything and i need anything to get you mm-hmm. anything anything and it's that it's grandiose it's kind of like a leo venus but like more intense so yeah 
So really look at your Venus placement, especially when you want to, like, especially as women, because that's what you attract. It's not only who you like and how you want to be loved, but it's the opportunities you attract in your life. Mm. It's continuously like the things that over and over and over again. You got to look at the house it's in too. I have a Venus in Pisces in the seventh house. So, and it's, um, I have a ton of places there. It's where my stellium is. And a stellium is a concentration of three or more planets in the same sign or in the same house. And stelliums can be tricky because they can be in two different houses and two different signs. I have two stelliums in my chart. I have one in my fifth and sixth house of Capricorn and Aquarius. And then I have one in my seventh house of Pisces. Mm-hmm. And it's just a concentration of energy in those sections. Um, and so my Pisces concentration in the seventh house makes my life like just deal with relationships and unfortunately Pisces placements attract a lot of broken people attractive a lot of people that need fixing because Pisces think they can fix anything and seven houses ruled by Libra Libra so Libras are oftentimes like people that need fixing and Pisces are like oh my god let me help you damn so like you might just gotta look at like all of that stuff and you gotta look at the degree it's in my degree is in the eighth house. My degree is in eight. It's in the eighth degree, which is a Scorpio degree. Because all degrees match up with the sign. Okay. So you like have a like really like you gotta look at everything. Definitely look at your Venus placement because it's gonna show you how you want to be loved and what you need in a relationship. And what okay, you I didn't even know that, secure. and I didn't even know. Can you find that on CoStar or no? You can, but CoStar is like their house calculation and like all their stuff is off. It your is Venus bad. is in Capricorn because I just did your chart. I'm telling you, time passages is where it's at. Venus is in Capricorn. Capricorn in the 23rd degree, which is an Aquarius degree. And yours is in the third house. The third um, house. I'm trying to see if I can find that. Um, brighter, I bet Mercury. Brighter. Okay, hold on. Yeah, it's just like, I am just like learning about this stuff, but I know it's so, it's so much. It's you so have much. It is. You have Venus in the third house in Capricorn. Okay. Um, so what does that mean? Words of affirmation. Like you love words of affirmation. Yes, like, so I so do. The third house is the house of like communication. It's ruled by Gemini. Oh. Gemini is ruled by Mercury, which is communication. Okay. Um, and your Venus is in Capricorn. So you want like tangible things that you can like feel and hear. Mm-hmm. Like you want words of affirmation. Like communication is so important to you. You're going to want to talk your partner's ear off. You're going to want to talk chat and like really like really like know what's in their brain like you want to talk about like the second you probably meet a person you're going to be like so um how do you feel about the capitalist structure of (laughs) canada tell me everything you think about the history of genocide yeah yeah Yeah. And if they're really smart, like, you only like smart people. For sure. You only like witty people. You're going to like people who are, like, stable and communicative. Yes. I struggle with my words, but um, Mercury and Pisces, sorry. <laughs> um, but you're really going to like people who are, one, going to show you love through talking to you. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, they're going to constantly build you up. They're going to constantly be like, Kira, like, you're so great. You know, you should do this. You should do that. You should do that. Like, if somebody is a negative talker, Cut them out of your life. It's going to screw with you. Yeah. It's going to absolutely mess you up. Like if somebody like negs you, if they undercut you, if they Victoria justice you, I think we all say, um, nah, cut them out. Cut them out. Cut them out. Cut them out. 
That's it. That's it. And it's in the degree of Aquarius. You're so mental. It's all in your head. Like Mm -hmm. you really want, you want someone to create a really safe haven in your mental space. Yeah. Or for you to feel loved. But what I think gets tricky and I think is why like books like this are useful to go back to is sometimes what presents as stability and communication is not that. So the funny thing is Pisces and the 12th house is ruled by Pisces. Um, so Pisces are ruled by Neptune. Mm-hmm. Neptune and the 12th house in Pisces. I hate to say it. Pisces, we're delusional. We are delusional. We are delusional people. <laughs> we love illusions. We love making stuff up. And people are like, oh, I hate Pisces. Like, there's so much Pisces Mercury slander. There's so much on, like, TikTok and the internet. People hate Pisces Mercury's. And it's because we're good liars. We are literally the world's best Damn. liars. You want to know why? Because we believe it. It's not even a lie to us. That's why, we, that's why we're so good at it. We're just like, no, like, it's, no, that's not a lie. It's, it's true. But, like, we know what's You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we're just very good liars. Mm-hmm. And so Neptune is all about illusion, enchantment, and disillusion. So, like, we're going to think. And we're going to build up somebody and we're like, no, they're like this. And yeah. then one day they're going to turn around and do something that didn't fit into our narrative of who they were. And we're going to be like, whoa, that's, that wasn't, that wasn't in my fairy tale chapter. That wasn't, and I don't like it. But then it's going to take you, like we said before, four business days to process it. Oh yeah. But at that time, they're going to do something else. It's going to be like, huh? And people are like, I hate Pisces. Da, 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 da. Want to know why? We're receipt keepers. Mm. Tabs. And people, I know people hate this about me. I find it to be very useful. I keep tabs. Me too. I keep tabs. And I say, okay, I didn't like that. Um, and I, I didn't know if I didn't like it, but I thought about it. And I yeah. I don't like that. So I'm going to put that back here. Something Same. else happens. You're like, maybe it's just the one time thing, though. Something right. else happens. And you're like, okay, I'm going to put that. I'm going to put that back here. Okay. <laughs> Put it in my back pocket for like, later. Am I, am, I, am, I, am I bugging? Am I bugging? Is Literally. it me? Like, is it me? Did I do something? Literally. And then you do it again. And you're like, no. Oh, it's you. No, that and really is. I thought you were. And really now it's it not is. aligning with what I want to do with my life. But the thing about Pisces, in addition to being mutable, mm-hmm. people project. We're like a blank screen. Like, yeah. people project yeah. onto us and since we're just like i mean i guess i could do that right i could right but really i do but like yeah i could do that they project onto you and they get used to taking advantage of you they get used to the dynamic of you being the doormat yes and so the second you stand up and say i don't like that and i don't like you they're like you're a horrible person how dare you switch up on me yep i can't believe you and they gaslight everything you're talking about they gaslight the gate they're like no 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 they're like you're you're nuts and Pisces are like am I nuts I Literally. know I'm a liar but am I nuts <laughs> like, I just is it me but then you're like no like you have to snatch yourself back down in reality and you're like no it's not me like it is me because I probably should have said something but I didn't know I was gonna say anything yeah because it took a minute it just takes a minute and so if people like one being in a relationship with the Pisces is gonna be a difficult thing because we're not the easiest people to deal with. We're literally yeah. a combination of all of the zodiac signs, mm-hmm. which means you could get an Aries from me today. True. You could get Neo tomorrow. True. You could get Libra on Wednesday. <laughs> it's going to be whatever I feel like giving you. It's what you're going to get. And it's just, and it's very hard for other people to deal with. That's why I think Pisces struggle the most in relationships, particularly with Pisces men, because a Pisces woman 
will, or like Pisces feminine people, yeah, will do the work to look inside and seek out astrology. Most people who are into astrology are like Pisces, you know. Yeah, Walk like it says, it says in the like book, like, themselves. yeah, it says um, in the book, like, you're going to be hard-pressed to find a Pisces who doesn't believe in this shit. Hard-pressed. Yeah. Hard-pressed. And if they don't believe in it, they've got some major Sagittarius and Capricorn skepticism. Yeah. Major. <laughs> but people generally love to hear about themselves. Every time I go to, like, a family function or a party, someone's like, I hear you, like, read birth charts. I hear you. Can you read my birth chart? Can you? And I sat at my, um, like, the 4th of July thing the other day. Like, will we, like, just get together? And I just read everyone's birth chart one by one. And everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't. That's, like, I can't believe it. Like, it's so accurate. And the most accurate part of people's chart is normally their Chiron. And I'm like, I hate to break this to you, but you've been cut off from the collective from being different, have you? And they're like, oh. I'm like, I'm sorry. You've been cut off. Like, and it's made you mad your whole life. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, my God, like. Actually, you have to look at your Chiron. You gotta look at your Venus. Also, look at your emotional personality, your Moon sign. Look yeah. at it. Mine is a Moon in the fifth house and Aquarius in the first degree of Aries. I'm not cry. Don't cry in front of me, please. <laughs> I'm not gonna hand you a tissue box. I'm gonna stand with my arms folded because I'm extremely uncomfortable. But like, wait, what is I'm, mine for that? Because I low like. Yours is Capricorn. So what does so that mean? you might be similar. Yeah. <laughs> like, so Capricorn, Capricorn, Venus, Capricorn moons, um, a Taurus moon. Oh, maybe not a Taurus moon. A Capricorn moon and an Aquarius moon are dead going to look at people crying in front of them. They're going to be like, are you done? <laughs> are you done? Like tears tend to piss us off. Because I also think, because I know it's very possible for people to weaponize their tears. And we're... BS detectors. Yeah. So it's like, I know when you're being manipulative. Yeah. I know when this is actually genuine. And half the time when people are crying, I'm like, you're not even crying about this. You're not crying about the accident. You're crying about something that happened like eight days ago in your life. Yeah. It's not, it's not on, it's not aligning. Yeah. And so it pisses me off when people cry in front of me. I'm just like, no. No, like, I, I, I feel that because for me, it's like, I will get pissed if like I, cause for me, a lot of the times that I've experienced someone crying in front of me is after I have expressed to them something that they did that hurt me. And then they start crying and being like, well, I'm not good enough. I'm doing my best. I'm like, actually, I told you exactly what you could do to respect my boundary on this. And you, uh, what didn't do it. Exactly. And now you're crying about how you're not good enough. I, I literally oh, I don't have it. sympathy for that. <laughs> I don't have sympathy for that. I'm like, D you didn't do the work and now you're crying. Yeah. You yeah. didn't study for the it's test and then you failed the test and now you're crying that you failed the test. Go fuck yourself. Our emotional personalities are ruled by Saturn. Saturn. We think in, we think in. Literally. It's like, does not, does everyone not analyze and compartmentalize their emotions? This <laughs> happens for air moons and like a lot of air moons too. Like a Gemini moon's gonna be like, what'd you say? Sorry, I wasn't listening. That's literally what a Gemini moon is gonna be like, what? Was that? No, sorry, I was off my world. Oh like, my god! Especially a Capricorn and a Paris moon. Then we're like, I have sat here and analyzed every angle this conversation is going to go. I've I've sat and analyzed my emotions, your emotions, where you've come from, where I've come from. Yep. And here, and I'm expressing to you, expressing it to you, plain as day, and in layman's terms, as simple as I can put it. This is where you messed up, and this is what you can do to fix it. Yep. And people hate being called out. For they sure. They hate it. They hate it. Like, may God, like. You're saying I'm bad, but like, look at what you did back. We're not talking about what I did. I'm telling you 
what I didn't like what you did. If you wanted to bring that up another time, then that can be a completely different conversation. The amount of times I've said exactly what you're saying right now, the amount of times I've said exactly what you just said. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, we're talking about this right now. If you wanted to bring that up, you could have got your own mic and did your own thing. You're not going to steal my stage. You're not going to come here and take my mic. And then start crying. And then start crying about something that you didn't do. I'm like, why are you crying? Give me the mic back. Like... As a kid, I used to slap anybody who cried for me. Uh, it was so bad. I'm like, and I'm a very emotional person. Like, but as soon as somebody like, I was so much, I won't really cry, but I hate crying in public. I hate it. I hate it. But if somebody cries in front of me, like I know Miss Kelly D'Amelio is, you know, the world's biggest like TikTok star. There was a video that came across on Instagram of her crying on her live, and I got mad. Like I, I got mad. I was like, why is she crying on the internet? I'm literally like, are you kidding me? Save that for a home. <laughs> you people. Like, I was like, it made me it, like it physically. I was like, I don't even know what she's crying about, but I was like, why is she crying? I was like, I, I, I was like, am I heartless? <laughs> no, like, no, no, I'm not. Like, I, I'm so empathetic, but it's like, I hate, I hate tears. I can't. That's funny. It's not like, like little kids. Cause I'm like, okay, y'all cry. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, you know, I don't like hate tears in general but it's like it's like you said like the bs detector and like the what like i don't have sympathy for self-pity tears in the midst of somebody being called out and that's mostly when i experience it is it's like i'm really upset about something i come to you i initiate this conversation the topic is what i'm upset about and then we end up dealing with your emotions because i'm trying to comfort you now because you just can't take responsibility for your actions and now we're just yeah. talking about how you feel bad and how I made you feel bad because I said that you're upsetting. And oh my God, this is so funny. So like I basically, remember I told you, I was like, yeah, like I dropped my friend. Yeah. Remember I told them, the person that like I mainly dropped because the other people just kind of like went away with it mm-hmm. um, that I mainly dropped because they're like, they basically, everybody yelled at me. They're like, you're, the one, you're causing a rift. You're causing a rift. Because I was like, you're like, this person had just basically been, like, not a good friend. Yeah. Not a, like, just just not... Like, I'm the type of person to jump over oceans. Mm-hmm. When I tell you to throw and jump over a puddle. Yeah. I was like, the energy's not re- being reciprocated. It's just simply not. And, mm-hmm. like, she's very belittling. Mm-hmm. Very much, like, I'm better than you. And you need to accept it kind of thing. And we had been friends for a very long time. So, I kind of... It was just the dynamic we had developed. Mm-hmm. And then... After a while, like something had happened, like on my birthday, and I was like, "That's it, I'm done. I'm just done. Yeah. I'm not even gonna address it. Like, I'm just, I'm just gonna go away because it's not because I'm only gonna address something if I honestly think um, someone is capable of change. Yeah, I'm only gonna, I'm only gonna talk to you if I genuinely think you're capable of change. Yeah. If I do not think you're capable of change, you will not hear from me. Mm-hmm. They're gonna be like, "What happened?" I'll be like, "You need to do that work yourself. I've already done the digging. I've already, I know what happened." I'm not going to take some more emotional time to come here and talk about you and let your emotions get away. I'm yeah. done. I'm completely done with that. So, like, she would text me. She would hit me up. She was like, I just feel like you should talk about this. Da, 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 da. Like, she asked me. She was like, should we get a mediator? I had a visceral reaction. I, I was like, what? I was like, can you not? Again, I was like, are you seriously not going to be able to stand up for yourself and properly articulate your points without somebody without a backup is that why she wanted a mediator because she thought she couldn't defend herself i don't even know why she, she was like should we get a mediator i was like oh no 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 no. we're not getting some effing mediator so you can have people who like be on your side i was like no no we're not gonna have some mediator because i genuinely hate 
when people speak over me and put their hands in my face and say, oh, you're done talking. I'm not done talking. Yeah. I'm not done. Absolutely not. No, no. I don't like authoritative figures. I don't like it. No, no, no. So I was like, no, we can't have that. So I literally wrote out all the points of why I was mad because, you know, the tabs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tabs. No, yeah. On a literal note, I was like this, 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 this. I sent it. As soon as I sent it, she starts typing. I was like, why are you typing? You didn't read it. Why are you typing? You, oh, my God. I was like, immediately respond. Immediately. I was like, there's no way you could have read all of that. Yeah. And process it and emotion and thought about it before you started typing. Yep. No way. No way. So she immediately goes in defense mode, right? And she's like, oh, well, like this, 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 this. And if you had just brought it up and if you had done this. And if you had done, just very much pointing, there's no accountability. There's right. no accountability. And just like you, she's like, honestly, like I have, I acknowledge my intent. Like you should know my intentions are better than this. But um, I acknowledge the fact that I'm sorry you feel that way. Kind of apology. Like nobody cares was, about her intentions. Like nobody cares. I got called out on TikTok for making a bad video. And I was like, well, my bad, y'all. Like. <laughs> My bad. Uh, obviously, obviously, I didn't intend for it to come across like that. But yeah, but it's like you, like remember my gym teacher said to me because he got hit with the ball in the face by some kid in class. He's like, "You guys say you're sorry to me all the time, da, 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 but you can't unbreak my glasses. Right. Sorry's not gonna unbreak my glasses and un- and unbruise my nose. Yeah, so stop throwing the ball around." And yeah. they're like, "Okay, sorry, Mister Norm." Like, and we're like, "We're not. We're, you got to change the behavior." Yeah, and then the whole time I knew, and I literally sat there, and in my mind, obviously, Aquarius knew. Like Capricorn moon, I was like, I know exactly what she's gonna say. Mm-hmm. We're observers. We're gonna see. I know exactly how you move. I mm-hmm. know how you move. Mm-hmm. I know what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. She did exact. She did exactly what I thought she was gonna do. She didn't think about it. She just sat there and immediately reacted. She just reacted. She didn't think. She didn't think. She just typed and yeah. typed and typed and tried to get her point across. I was like, it's like when someone raises their hand in the middle of you talking. You're like you're not listening to me. You're thinking about what you're gonna say. Yeah. Well, you're not listening. And I was like, okay. And then my, my literal complaint was that you don't listen to me. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you don't listen. You don't take, I was like, I don't think you're capable of listening. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's not true. I listen all the time. I was like, oh my God. Like you're, <laughs> I was like, okay. So she basically did the whole thing, but tried to shift. Yeah. And turn. I was like, I'm sorry. What's that Nicki Minaj quote? You can't outdo the, the doer. doer. I was like, babes, you can't emotion uh, me. Emotionally manipulate a Pisces stellium. <laughs> no, try again, cards, girl. I mentioned the deck. Please don't even try it. Don't even try it. And so the whole thing. And then I just like stopped responding because at that point, it's been discussed in my mind. I've gone through the scenario. Mm-hmm. I've done it. I knew you weren't going to, I knew you weren't going to be capable of change. I knew you weren't. Mm-hmm. And again, the Pisces still get the rap of like, oh my God, you guys never... It's not worth it anymore. It's not yeah. worth it. She's like, you've made me feel really bad about myself. You've made the friendship, like, where you've caused a rift. You should have talked about this. I didn't talk to you about it because I didn't think anything was going to change. I feel like people are like, oh, my God, why didn't you tell me? Or, like, why didn't you this? Like, if always, they always put the onus on the other person. And it's yeah. like, why didn't you create a space safe enough for me to inform you of something? Mm-hmm. I clearly don't feel comfortable enough with you. I clearly don't trust you. Mm-hmm. So it's like ask yourself why I don't trust you for comfortable enough totally. sharing with you. But like bringing it back to like astrology, her chart was a chart of self-serving um, 
emotions. Like, I don't know. Mm. Like, the, I know what you mean. I know um, what you very, mean. Very uh, impulsive emotions and very self-serving. Mm-hmm. So it just lacked perspective. Her mm-hmm. chart literally lacked perspective of others. And my chart is just perspective of others. Yeah. So it's going to be something that like, and just because you're super compatible on paper does not mean it's going to line up. Yeah. Because we were so compatible as friends on paper, but like we kept running into the same, 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 same issue. And so it's like, y'all really got to get your chart and get the charts of other people in your lives. Yeah. Because you're going to eventually, I love knowing what makes people tick. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. So you mm-hmm. got to look at everybody's stuff and you got like, I mean, astrology is a lot of work. It's a lot. It of, is. Yeah. But I think it's, it's worth it. Like even just, I'm really, really just getting into it right now and it's like actual very valuable practical knowledge for like how you yourself should be moving through the world and it's like i now have like a very different perspective on like you were saying like the fixer and the shit like that like i feel like I always see the opportunity in things and in people and like I always see the potential and I always want to protect that potential and I always want to create space and be available for the the potential good that I see but in creating all of that space when I'm banking on potential it's gonna I'm gonna be disappointed a lot of the time because I'm making myself so available to be disappointed by these situations because I'm like oh yeah like it could be this but it's like it could be that it's actually probably going to be this and you know that but you're trying to see this other thing yeah yeah and it's like um idealistic and yeah and I was like he was he never he was always himself like he was always just like and I was like so I was so in love with this guy right Mm -hmm. I'm like I saw I was like you could be so great yes the the keyword was good Mm -hmm. because in the moment like in the time that I had known him, he hadn't switched up. He hadn't done anything that was like out of the ordinary of his baseline behavior. Mm-hmm. But like, I had like crafted these expectations, mm-hmm. and like who he was basically wasn't good enough for me, and I just couldn't accept it. But yeah. I was like, if we just try, yes, exactly. Fine, if I just try to mold you into being more like something that you aren't. Yeah. Um, maybe this could work. But it's like, no, girl, it just couldn't work, period. Um, and maybe it's like we think... It work. Yeah, and maybe it's like we think because we are so mutable that other people will be. Mm-hmm. But that's not true. And it's just yeah. like, I am no longer going to make room for people that I think could become somebody that's good for me, like in any kind of relationship. And it's like, either you're there or you're not. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to help you get there. I'm not going to pretend that you are somewhere that you're not. It's like either you, you know, fulfill my needs and allow me to be my fully expanded self or you don't. Mm -hmm. And I'm not doing this like in between permitting you to be a bad friend, bad partner, whatever. I'm not, I can't do that anymore. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I started watching, this is like a side note that also has to do with astrology, but it's a side note from the relationship topic. Mm-hmm. I started watching Too Hot to Handle on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I only started watching season two. So I started watching this with my sister, and I was like, and you know, like on the show, you can't have any sexual contact. And if you do, the prize fund that you were promised in the beginning gets deducted with every kiss, every fondle, every yeah. sexual interaction. It gets deducted. And I was sitting there, and they keep losing money. Like these people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've got a day without losing money. And I was sitting there, and I was thinking to myself, 
no one in here is an earth sign. I was like, no way. I was like, I need to find the charts of these people because there's no way. Yeah. I was like, if you put 10 earth signs in a room, ain't nobody dropping the bag. Ain't nobody <laughs> losing money. Ain't nobody losing money. And so, I was like, uh-uh. I was like, these people, it was just like all Aries, impulsive energy. I was like, wow, fire and air. I was like, it has to be. I was like, there's no way. I was like, it's, it just looks like a tornado. I was like, no, no, no. So I had to go and find the charts of these people. And so I went and I was like, I literally like sat up this morning, like before I got on this call and I was like, I'm like, I was like, there's no way these people are earth signs. There's no way. There's no way. Yeah. And I was looking at all of their charts and there were no earth signs in the bunch. And there were two earth signs, right? And so one kid got sent home. He was an earth sign. He got sent home for not making as much sexual contact as somebody else. And then this other girl who was an earth sign, I was like, a Taurus? Hell no. You are the most like a Leo. But let me look at it. I was like, uh-uh. I need to see the rest of her chart. So I basically did like a mock chart of her because I don't have a birth time. And Venus, since your rising sign changes every hour to two hours, but the other planets stay for like a day or two, um, depending on like what Earth time they stay. Um, depending on what uh, the constellations and how fast these planets move. Yeah. But Venus and your Mars and all that stuff doesn't move as fast as your rising sign. So I looked at this girl who was a Taurus. And I was like, there's no way she's just a Taurus. There's no way she has all that. I was like, mm, no, no, no. Looked in her chart. She's got a Mercury and a Venus in Aries. I was like, there it is. There it yeah. is. And I was like, there's no way you're going to be that emotionally reckless and not have something crazy in your chart. And she was attracted <laughs> to the other Aries guy. Dang. And he was emotionally reckless and like all this kind of stuff. And this other kid who was a Libra was with an Aries girl. There is a Sag girl. And then the two water signs, the only two water signs in the bunch, the Pisces and the Scorpio paired off together. Damn. The only two water signs in the bunch. Hey, and Pisces and Scorpio, though. They? The rules. they were the only two that followed the rules. Everyone else, and I mean everyone else, That's was either true. an Aquarius, a Libra, a Gemini, or an Aries. All of them. It was just air and fire. And I was like, this is the recipe for disaster. I was like, they they would I was like, they had to pick these people with astrological charts. Because all of them had these extreme visceral visceral attractions to their partners. Mm-hmm. It was like this, oh, I can't yeah. not be attracted to these people. And a lot of times that has to do with extremely strong Mars placements and extremely strong Pluto placement in mm-hmm. people. So if someone's sun has a really harsh aspect to another person's Pluto and it's in like a, a very tight orbit, like a like five degrees you're gonna be like <laughs> pluto is the dark planet of like obsession and um oh. like compulsion like it's just very like it's the dark it's like you're like it's the stalker in you to be honest like and so if your planet is in like a really tight orb with that person's pluto like you're gonna be so drawn you're gonna want it up in their business <laughs> also like the house placements i was like these people probably have so much eighth and twelfth house synastry because synastry is like when you take two charts and you put them on top of each other and like mm-hmm. you get the plant your personal planets like intersecting like yeah you know like we're both pisces so our suns would be conjunct because they're literally like right yes. on top of each other um so like we're understanding in that kind of way mm-hmm. but like i was like eighth house synastry so like if my son is in a person's eighth house um, or, uh, like my son, my Venus is in a person's eighth house. They're going to be like all of them my business. They're going to mm-hmm. be like, what, oh. what are you doing? What are you? Okay. And like me with like 12th house, I love Leo's, but they're my 12th house, which is like, 
it could either be like it's a it's a coin flip. It's either going to be great or horrible. And I was like, there's no way. I was like, they, I think these people did astrology to catch this show mm-hmm. because if, I'm telling you, you put air, you put water and earth signs in there, they're going to follow the rules mm-hmm. because we're, like, we're going to get money at the end of this, and we're going to be emotionally connected. But fire signs and air signs are the runners. They don't like to form super close emotional attachment. They just want to do like what makes them feel good. And so all they did was like put like yeah. a whole mix together and said, and then one Pisces. <laughs> They're like, we know the Pisces is going to go along with everything. So like, just put them in there, but no Capricorns. Not a single person with a Capricorn. I was like, I knew it because a Capricorn would never, yeah. a Capricorn would never fumble the, the bag. <laughs> never, never. And I was like, and think about it. So in um, U.S. presidents, Ronald Reagan's wife, Nancy, had an astrologer with them 24-7. Wow. I heard that, actually. I heard that. She would only make him do things. Because Nancy was running the show. Um, She would only, like, allow things to be happen if it was, like, a good astrological day. And I swear Elon Musk also uses astrology because every time something positive happens, it's like the planets are perfectly aligned for him. And it's like, uh, Elon, I think you've got an astrologer on deck. For sure. I think I an astrologer on deck. Same thing with, like, football teams and all these people. Yeah, no, I want an astrologer on deck. Like... Me too. But the only thing I think is getting, once I started reading the personal planets of everything, now I'm like slowly moving into like the planets around me. Because I was like, if the moon can move my period and the ocean, I feel like the other planets can be in cahoots. Yeah. Affect the rest of us. I was like, think about that. If the moon can literally pull water. For sure. What makes you think? What's Pluto up to? What's Saturn doing? What's everybody up to up there? Like, if the planets can affect us, I was like, no, that's definitely a thing. Every time there's a, been a pandemic, like a global pandemic in history, the bluebonic, the bubonic, bluebonic, the black plague, the black plague. Oh, okay. Um, every time there has been a plague, um, there has been two planets that have been, like, uh, squaring each other. Damn. Every time. Every time. And so, like, I don't know, like, I have to find, like, the article, but it's like, there has been the same conjunction or same aspect in these two planets every single time. And it happens every like once in a hundred years. So like hundred years from now, there will probably be another plague with these planets like conjunct each other. Like it's actually so wild. Like if you look at the days, like Kobe Bryant died in the void, of course, and a void of course is like, so the moon moves in phases, right? Mm. But there's like this one day period or a couple hour period where the moon is kind of just wondering She's, like, just preparing to go to her next phase. Yeah. It's like she's taking a bathroom break. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of, like, chilling, void, of course, or whatever. But, like, the moon is, like, not in the sky, basically. It's, like, literally, she just kind of goes away for a hot sec. Like, she's literally, like, it's in between phases. It's, like, the moon is literally homeless for a hot sec. And when that happens, it's, like, it's not a good day to travel. And he traveled. And, like, all of the – I also saw this really weird thing about how somebody had done Kobe Bryant's birth chart and they had said he needs to watch out for like his 41st year of life. Like they need to watch out. And they had written the article like three years before he passed. Oh my gosh. And I was gosh. like, what? I'll have to send it to yeah. you. Because like it, they had done the numerology of his name because numerology is also a really big thing. And they had done his birth chart and they were like, yeah, he's got a he's got a watch for like wow. this other thing. And this other woman on TikTok who has her son had passed. She saw it in her birth chart. 
she's like, oh no. What? She's like, basically, she's like, my kids need to stay away from cars. Like, and her kid had passed in a car crash. Like, and she's like, it was in my chart. Like, yeah, I saw it. And I was like, what? I was like, what? Like, are you kidding me? How do so you like, see that in your chart? You have a really good astrologer, so like, I it's know. like way too advanced for like my it's level, like, right? Yeah. The way the planets had come were intersecting with her transits because everybody has transits in their personal chart, mm-hmm. and then there's transits in the sky, and whichever way. So like, when people could be like, "Oh, Mercury's in retrograde. Ah, this is so bad." If somebody has a lot of planets in retrograde and Mercury's in retrograde, nothing's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. They feel fine. They feel normal. They were born in retrograde. They're like, "Oh, it's home." Yeah. But if somebody is like, it's just very, you got to look at your personal like transits. It's Mm -hmm. like, so I'm starting to like get into like more of that and like the transits of like my personal planets and then the transits of the sky because that sounds really really cool. Everything. Yeah. No, that sounds like definitely something I'm going to look into after I do all like what's in here. I mean, maybe that stuff is in here. I don't know. Is that still, does that still fall under astrology? Yes. Okay, well, this so, is apparently uh, the only astrology book I'll ever need. So, <laughs> so it'll probably really, that's a super thick book. So yeah. it'll probably get into like natal transits and there's also like house perfection years. Didn't, was I the person who told you nobody likes you when you're 23? Wait, what? What? I, so basically, um, no one likes you when you're 23. Why? It's because you're in a 12th house perfection year. And so the 12th house is about hidden enemies. It's the house of Pisces. So it's about hidden enemies, delusion, and all of this stuff. So you're rising Scorpio. So you, let me look at your 12th house. Um, Wait, are you saying nobody likes anybody when they're 23? Or nobody likes me specifically when I'm 23? No, nobody likes you when you're 23. I remember I talked to my cousin and I was like, Oh, you're 23 right now? Because we're the same age. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, he's a little um, younger because he's a late birthday. And I was like, so you lose all your friends yet? And he was like, yes. Yes, I did lose my friends. I was like, yeah, because no one likes you when you're 23. It's your 12th house for freshman year. If we pop up and find out that your ex is actually a rising Libra, I'll be like, ah! Wait, <laughs> why? Why, why, why? Because Libra is your 12th house. So like Libra, Scorpio, Libra, Oh, Virgo. okay, okay. So your 11th house would be your friends, which is like Virgos. And then like your 12th house is like Libra Scorpio. So people aren't going to like me this year? No, you just might have people within that, in those. You're just going to, your relationships tend to take a turn for the worse when you're 23. Well, makes sense. I remember my relationships right before my 24th birthday um, or like the day after, boom gone wow gone yeah so it just happens in your 23 because it's, the tw- it's your 12th house perfection year it's and then your first year when you're 24 you kind of just like start over again because okay. it's your first house perfection year oh yeah. cool so, okay yeah. well that's good to know now i have like no friends um <laughs> but and so i'm just like yeah like i'm here so i hang out with my no i have like some friends but like we just the friends I have, like, we don't see each other a lot. Mm-hmm. But, like, they live in, like, different places. Or, like, yeah. They're, like, from college. But, like, we don't always, like, hang out together. Like, we'll see each other, like, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, I don't have, like, 
bestie booze, but like I, but I'm used to like having a person like being like my best friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was after like 23. Boom. Wow. No, 24 is like a reset, a reset button. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. So you're saying my reset button is happening right now or, or like it's in the midst you are having the everything's coming to an end moment. Okay. Yeah. And then 24 will be like, it's like, it's about you. It's about just you. In okay. 24. Well, that's like good. Purpose. So it'll be like you and your Scorpio rising will like be taken on the world. But you also have to look at like your personal transits and the, and the yeah. planet transits that are happening. Um, but it's, trust me, 23 is hard. It's a very hard year for people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was talking to a woman who was like 28 and she's like, yeah, 23 sucked. Yeah. She's like, 23 was just, and 23 was when I was in a, the global pandemic. Global pandemic. Yeah. It was just, it was like literal 23 for whatever reason, just. I think 23 is like, it's just a different, you do kind of enter a different phase of life. Cause like 21, 22, like you might still be in school. You might, whatever. You're probably still friends with maybe some of your high school friends and your college friends, all this stuff. And then. 23 is like if you like if you were in that phase of life before that then 23 is like the real world i guess yeah. 23 is when all of the illusions of like school mm. and life is kind of like broken yeah like, what do i do now exactly like, if you were in school you're like 20, like you're still like super young but it's yeah, just like, yeah yeah but it's like, a like, new oh, adulting this feels adultish like exactly mm-hmm. like okay but no it's really astrology is so weird it's like and in your seventh house perfection years, that's when you tend to meet like really um, important relationships. Oh, so that happens when you're like 19. Mm-hmm. So like a lot of people like date at 19. Yeah, that's their seventh house perfection year. Your fifth house perfection year is like normally a really good year for entertainment or like your personal. Like it's fun. Like mm-hmm. it's just really fun. So like my fifth house perfection year, if I'm turning 24 or 25, is second. 26, third. 27 or 28 so if you catch me like popping off on stages and like literally ruling one of the world at 28 right here <laughs> i told you so that's amazing like, i was like i'm calling it 28 like catch me at the grammys just like 28 feels like a good year for me i always have felt that 28 would be a good year for me i don't know why like i always just felt that yeah that's so crazy interesting mm-hmm. okay it's really it is that means like 30 i think it's 20, so if 28 is 6, it was the 5th house, 29 is 6, and twenty and 30 is your 7th house. So if you meet, like, your life partner at 30, it's your 7th house perfection. Wow. A lot of people get married at 30 these days. Yeah, 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 for sure. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, just, like, to wrap up, if somebody is watching this right now and they're, like, just getting into astrology and I know you said this a little bit before, but just say like what specific things they should look at that would help them like protect themselves, empower themselves in relationships. Uh, definitely download time passages or going like, yeah, just time passages. It'll let you do like your birth chart for free and it'll like tell you all of your personal aspects in your chart. It's called type passages? Time passages. Time yeah, passages. Um, if you want to get the pro version, it's only 30 bucks for a one-time payment, which is honestly better than the rest of you paying monthly for like other apps. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, you can pick your house calculations or everything. So download that, learn about yourself, then start looking up all the aspects in your chart 
and really look at your Chiron, look super into your Chiron mm-hmm. and like figure out your traumas. Just really just try to dive in, yes. <laughs> figure out your traumas and look at your emotional personality and really look at your Venus, especially if you're like always thinking about relationships and stuff. You have to look at your Venus, what house it's in and the people around these Venuses and just all that kind of stuff. So it's like really look at your own chart and analyze it and learn it. Mm-hmm. Start within and then go out, you know, if that makes any sense. I have a Mercury in Pisces, so I don't make a lot of sense. No, that made complete sense. That made sense. To you, because you also have a Mercury in Pisces. Oh. But to people listening, we're like, what you saying? Like, download time passages, look at your Chiron, um, and just like kind of analyze your whole chart and get started there for yourself. And then start asking for your friends' charts. Learn about what rising signs are. It also teaches you on the app, like, what rising signs mean, what house, what houses represent what, mm-hmm. what the aspects mean and all that kind of stuff. And then you can just go like more in depth and just keep going and keep going. It also lets you compare synastry charts when you get the pro version. So oh, you cool. can layer people's charts on top of each other and then it can tell you how compatible they are. Oh, wow. Yeah. So like, wow. So yeah, <laughs> it's real intense, but also somebody who you might be super compatible with on paper might not work in real life. It's boring in real life. Mm, mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. And plug yourself, all of your socials, everything. Yes. Follow me on TikTok, Nona.S, Instagram. And I'll get back into my YouTube stuff, but those two for now. Yes. And that that will all be linked down below. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram at Kira Bria. Check out my Patreon. It will be linked down below. And subscribe to my podcast give it a five-star rating, subscribe, like, share, all the good stuff. And thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you soon. Bye.